for those who didn't see the first couple of goes of this, uh, welcome to Greenhouse Live after what was a fantastic win against the Roosters. Uh, working here by myself tonight, uh, Steve and Matt back in Canberra, probably watching this, laughing at this like everyone else is. Uh, my clumsy attempts to try and do this. We tried to do it with the AirPods, didn't work. I've got the microphone out using the equipment outside the SCG where there's virtually no one here. Uh, but uh, it sounds like people are coming through. So please, please uh, I know there were plenty of comments coming through before. If people have got comments, please put them through again because I won't see them, I'm sorry. And I'm more than happy to answer all those questions. And let's hope that that camera doesn't fall over again. It's very windy out here as well. Uh, it's been some tough conditions. So Andrew Evans saying great effort for the boys. I think uh, I've not had a bad go at this either. So um, look, let's forget about the, the trials and tribulations about the camera. Let's just talk about the game. What a game. What a fantastic character building performance that was. Um, to come here against the Premiership side, the SCG, where they never get beat with a whole heap of players out was a very, very pleasing result. Um, it just showed wonderful character amongst this team. You know, obviously after last week where we had so many injuries, when you were on a five-day turnaround um, tonight, we, we really did... I uh, think it was going to be tough and probably didn't give ourselves a lot of chance. But there were 17 boys in there and a coach that, that absolutely believed. And, and I think um, you could tell by the talk this week we were going to be up for the fight tonight. And um, it doesn't surprise me at all that we played so well because I thought we were going to play well. But I guess I think probably most people at half time felt that we'd done an enormous amount of work, had a really real crack. Uh, but the territory and the pressure that the Roosters had put on was just going to um, all come to be too much in the second half and they were probably going to run over us. Um, very, very, um, you know, very, very pleasing performance, I have to say. That's that's one of the great all-time great Raiders wins. Sorry, that camera's just blown in the wind there, I see. I'm going to try and follow that. Uh, <laughs> this is not easy. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Look, um, just one of the all-time great wins. I felt just to to come here and to, to just have such a crack. You know, right? The the only way I think we could win was if we scored first, and we did. We, um, you know, on the back of a, a repeat set, we were able to uh, keep working hard and, and go in for that that first try. I think probably uh, Dunamis Louis probably would have been been pretty uh, high odds to be first try scorer of the match I would have thought but uh, he did it tonight and I thought he had a very very good game um, and that got us that got us started but um, it was then Louis who made a pretty bad mistake I thought we were, we were pretty ordinary straight after that and we we conceded a pretty soft penalty Louis didn't push back um, enough and uh, that gave them the possession and, and as soon as you give um, Tedesco particularly a bit of space uh, he hurt you pretty badly and 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 he he set up those first two tries and and uh, Brett Morris is is I mean what a super player he is at 35 years old to be playing the way he does um, and to um, you know he's he's shown Nick Kotrick a clean pair of heels a couple of times um, both in the grand final and tonight and it was was pretty fortunate that he went he went off I thought but um, you know we had to we had to just keep working hard and we just had to keep putting the pressure on we we went pretty much that whole rest of the first half having very very little possession um, it did look like they were going to um, get over the top of us 
they got that second try really through just weight of possession. I thought uh, Croker probably came out the wrong spot, but a lot of that was just weight of possession in the end. So um, no big surprise that they were able to score, go 12-6 up. We, we probably should have scored just before half time. Croker, Croker dropped that ball just before half time, which which hurt us a bit. And um, you know, if we hadn't been able to go in at half time at, at 12 all, we would have been very happy. But uh, you know, it wasn't to be, but still at 12-6, I was pretty pleased with that, and I thought we were, we were in a reasonably good position. But I did, I did think, and I think probably most fans thought that they would, they would run over the top of us in the second half, and um, you know, it would be a valiant effort, but probably not the two points. But you know, really good start to the second half. Obviously, um, we got that penalty early on when Jacko got um, tackled late, uh, and able to get the try. Early on, Jared Croker, a, a really good kick through, I thought, by Chance. He, you don't normally see Chance do too many uh, little grubber kicks and certainly not left footer. So um, that was a, a massive um, little play to do that. But but then from there, it just looked like they were still going to be um, too good. They, they got the next, uh, next eight points and just looked like they were going to roll on. The Roosters very rarely get beat from, from that sort of position. But... For us to then find um, and really play our best footy in that last 25 minutes with um, George Williams going over and then uh, Josh Papali going over and what a, what a super game it was from Papali again. His, his first stint was okay I thought but his second stint was just just unbelievable. Probably, probably um, up there with that performance against the Rabbits last year in the prelim final as, as one of his best games. Um, can't not talk about. I know there's plenty of comments coming in, which is great. We'll, we'll get to those. Uh, can't not not um, talk about uh, the work of the two um, the two hookers. Um, you know, it's it's really is sort of a, a money ball uh, sort of way. We've got to do it now. We, anyone who's seen that baseball movie um, about the Oakland A's, you know, obviously we can't replace Josh Hogson. We're not going to replace him with with anyone as good as him, but. We can try and do it in 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 just effort and and the way we play and, and a bit of spark. And I thought both hookers were very very good tonight in different ways. Lever Lever was uh, very good defensively, made a lot of tackles in the first half. Um, it probably doesn't create a lot, probably not that quick off the mark, and um, you know doesn't push back as quickly as Tom Starling does. But Tom Starling, I thought was was gave us a real boost in the in the second half. Um, just his speed. Speed off the off the play the ball, off the play the ball was was amazing, um, and that's that's his game. That's 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 his game. We talked about him last week that he's he's only quite uh, small, uh, but he works hard. He's been a really good player in all the junior grades coming up. Was a Newcastle junior, probably he played one game for Newcastle. Uh, probably fair to say that you know they felt that maybe he wasn't um, going to be big enough and that was going to going to hurt him. He's come to us and got a chance, and you know when he had those few games last year, he, he had a real crack. And tonight, I thought was probably his best game he's played for us. So, uh, very very pleasing. Um, just going through a few of the comments here. Uh, Riley saying up the milk. Yep, yep, we agree with that. Uh, Andrew's I think making some uh, comments about uh, the comments. I think there was some uh, interesting uh, shots of my crutch, and I think I forgot to turn it off at the last one when I was trying to get it going. Uh, sound is coming through great with the microphone now, which is good, says Aaron and uh, and Andy. Uh, and I think we've got the camera in the right place. Uh, so thank you for everyone for bearing with me. It's it's um, we definitely try and do this whenever we can, 
greenhouse live, but it's it's not really set up to do by yourself outside the ground, I say. Um, ben saying, uh, first time we've played like a proper team all year. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely our best performance, right up there with the with the one down in Melbourne against the Storm. Uh, James has sort of asked me in different spots, so there's a lot of whole things like that. So, yep, I won't go through all those comments about uh, about the trials and tribulations of getting the camera going. Uh, Callum saying Louis for man of the match. Well, I'll do my votes later on. I'm not too sure I give him man of the match because I think Papali was just massive. But that was one of Louis's best games. I thought he he came out with a real intent right from the start to uh, really have a crack and and and. And probably most pleasing for me was not only did he have a really good first hit, which he, which he often does, but with that exception of that penalty he gave away, which I was disappointed about because um, I thought that led to that first try. But he had a massive second stint. And I probably, if, if there's a criticism I've had of him, it's, it's probably that he can be good in that first stint. He doesn't always give us as much in the second stint. But I thought tonight in the second half, when he came back on, he just gave us, gave us something... Uh, massive, um, which is very good. Uh, Bradley Barb saying, I like... Now, I've always thought his name was Valemi, and we've always called him that when we've talked about him in regards to the uh, the uh, flag last year. Uh, I did hear on Channel 9 they were calling him Valamay, not that um, Channel Nine's always right. So we'll have to get the pronunciation right for next week. But Semi, I thought, was... Um, you know, it's, it's just a fantastic debut from him. I thought he gave us some really strong carries from the back. I will say I think he's, he's got a little bit to learn with his positioning. He got he got caught out for that try that Ikevalu got in the corner. And he also got caught out with that one they gave a forward pass to. Um, so I, I have a bit of nervousness about there. I think he's a bit like... Kai O'Donnell that you know he's probably it's probably fair to say that he's getting a game a little bit before, before his time ideally he would be playing for Mounties this year and, and developing he's, he's like O'Donnell he's probably played that first game for Mounties before the season got cancelled and that's the only sort of top level open age football he's played um, coming out of flag last year so that's a big ask to step up um, but you know he's giving, giving his all as Kai O'Donnell did again tonight um, and that's all we can ask. So the effort is just wonderful, which is, which you know, is I think, um, which I think is actually inspiring um, the rest of the team. Um, John Christopher saying Louis Starling and Tarps had great games. Yeah, agree with agree with that. Um, yep, totally totally agree. Uh, the Tarpany I thought was good too. I still think he's carrying a bit of an injury. I've said that in the last couple of weeks. I, he's not playing as many minutes, uh, but I thought he gave something um, off the bench as well. Although he was on very early when um, when uh, Papali went off with a HIA in the first couple of minutes, and I thought when that happened, I thought, geez, we, you know, we've got all these injuries. We lose Papali in the first five minutes. We're, we're in a world of pain. But fortunately, he was he was okay. Uh, James Watson saying, Sean, where does Papali rank in our best ever forwards? Don't say lower than number one. Well, James, as I've talked about before, I, I was a bit of a latecomer to Canberra, so I wasn't here for all those um, great era in the in the um, in the sort of late 80s, early 90s. So I can't sort of compare him to um, Brett Todd and um, Ruben Wickey, probably at his best, although I know Ruben was at centre for a long time. Um, and, and, you know, the big forwards we had, John Lomax, those sort of guys that we had. Um, 
but he's got. But certainly in my time, he's, he's no question. He's number one. Absolutely no question. Um, Dave Shillington would probably be um, number two. But uh, as far as the best forwards go, uh, he's been unbelievable. And and his his transition to front row and the games that he's playing is just magnificent. Now. We had to take him off with about seven minutes to go because he just ran himself into exhaustion tonight. So that goes to... Sh- and, and I think it's fair to say when he first started, it, perhaps he wasn't willing to push himself to that level, whereas he is now and he is just a super, super player. So um, very, very proud of uh, his effort tonight and uh, we can be very, very pleased with, with his performance. Uh, Dan Garrett saying, how good are we without, without Scott? So, yeah, look, I'm not going to get into Chris to Curtis Scott uh, again, um, standing outside the SCG in the middle of the night. Probably uh, he's got some experience of getting that, I guess. Uh, so hopefully I'm in a bit better shape than he was. Um, Steve Spencer, massive ups for your commitment to the boys and their supporters. We appreciate your forum each week. Well, thanks, Steve. Um, yeah, pleased to be doing it, but it's... Um, as I say, it's not the easiest thing to do by yourself. Uh, Lucas Brett really, really um, pumping up Dunamis Louie. Uh, yeah, look, I think that's that's probably got to be close to his best game uh, for us tonight. I thought he was he was massive. So uh, we can be very, very pleased of, of Nami. And, and that's the sort of thing that um, he's got to do. He, I think he's been very good the last couple of weeks coming back um, after being being dropped. I think it was a bit unlucky for him to be dropped, to be honest, because he, he'd played a lot of games consecutively and, and and not normally done too much wrong. But he's he's obviously in the side now and he'll be in the side probably no matter how well he plays, to be honest, because we haven't got uh, too many other forwards. But his, his efforts have really been stood up. I'm, I'm sure Ricky's asked him to stand up as a senior player and, and I think he's, he's definitely done that, which is great. Uh, just going through this, uh, Leah's saying Starling was great. I think we've covered that. Uh, Lenore's saying uh, what a game. Have have given us so much hope again. Yeah, I agree with that. It's um, it's look, it's it's going to be tough with a lot of players out, and one win one win is is not going to necessarily do it all for us, and it's going to be hard to do this sort of level of performance every week. But I think it does give us a bit of hope going into the second half of the season. We we go into halfway now at six and four. And I've sort of said my attitude at the moment is probably if we can make the finals and win one final, uh, that would be an, an enormous issue uh, or enormous effort with where we're at with our injuries. Um, Steve saying great game tonight. Um, Harvey, I think that's uh, Havili. I think it should mean will be great for us. Great game plan as well. Played smart and we had a fair, fair share of luck and good calls. Well, yeah, I think there was uh, some interesting calls both ways. The, the one where Papali got penalised when it looked like Crichton elbowed him in the in the face seemed a bit of a strange one to me. Um, and that gave him a pretty important two points. Uh, but we did get a couple of calls that went our way. They, they had a huge amount of six against early on too as well, uh, which you have to wonder sometimes is that they wouldn't have all been given penalties under the old rules. So it seems that though um, Sutton particularly is pretty trigger happy with that six again. So, um, yeah, very interesting. Uh, Andy Grant saying the team deserve a beer after that performance. I dare say they're probably having one of those. Uh, they get to fly home tonight. I'm sure they'll uh, enjoy a beer on that flight home. Might be a bit bumpy on the uh, with it being a bit windy up here at the moment. Michael Van E saying, uh, go Raiders, what a gutsy effort. All new players step up. All the penalties against us, all the effort across the side. Not a bad player on the side. Yeah, very gutsy. Very, very gutsy. Uh, as is uh, Patrick saying that as well. Karen saying the same thing. Aaron saying uh, showed true grit tonight. Totally agree. Owen saying something similar. Uh, 
Steve's saying our defence after scoring is letting us down. Yep, I think a couple of times our um, our sets straight after half time weren't great. We did struggle at times to make metres. There's no question about that. Particularly particularly before about in the first probably 55 minutes of the match. Um, now we were going into the wind in the in the uh, in the first half, and as you can see by the fact the camera's fallen over a couple of times, the wind's pretty strong. Um, that that certainly hurt us to, to try and make decent metres, but. We, we were needing a few piggybacks at times to get it going there, but uh, when we did, we, we looked pretty good and, uh, and pretty pretty um, pleasing performance. Lenore saying, Papa just enormous, 15 metre run to score. Yeah, it seemed the Roosters just gave up there. I'm not too sure what happened there, that they uh, they were looking for a forward pass, I think, from Starling. But, uh, uh, but he certainly was fired up after that uh, elbow from Crichton, no question about that, but he, but he was having a good game before that too. Um, James is saying, I thought the comeback after getting absolutely smashed in the first half was just so impressive. For the first 50 odd minutes we couldn't make any metres but we slowly got on top and competed so well. One of our all time great performances and Gordon's even saying uh, one of our best wins since the 1989 Grand Final. Well, hopefully we've had a few others since then, including plenty last year, but uh, yeah, enormous performance. In fact, our first, our first game actually at the SCG since the 87 Grand Final, believe it or not. So. Um, been 33 years since we played here, and it probably should be 33 years until we play again. I reckon it's an absolute terrible ground to watch uh, rugby league at because you're miles away from it. But uh, it did give me a different perspective sitting up. I was sitting up high in the Barongal stand on the on the corner when we play these games on ovals. I tend to try and sit on the corner because that's the one spot that's a little bit closer to the field. Um, so it does give me a bit different perspective to what I'm normally seeing. But uh, it is it. Um, yeah, I'm not, not a fan of it. I think uh, one thing coming out of COVID might be that the uh, hope for the grand final will still be at ANZ for the next few years. It seemed extraordinary to me that they'd play a grand final here. Um, Russell's saying one of the gutsiest wins beating, uh, correct, well, correcting last year's loss. Well, I'm not too sure I, I agree with that. It's a, it's a great win to get, but it doesn't correct last year. And I think someone made the comment on Greenhouse Live that it's only a grand final rematch if the Roosters were willing to put the trophy up again, and they and they weren't that. So at the end of the day, they've still got last year's trophy, and we'd be glad to swap. But uh, but based on tonight, we did very, very well. Lee is saying, uh, Rupps was stressing me out, uh, seemed a bit reckless. Yeah, good point. I, I agree. I think at times he was a bit reckless. Got a truck about to come past me now as if we haven't got enough problems. But uh, yeah, I, look, I think, um, I'll just let that truck go. <laughs> Uh, look, I think Rapa at times, I agree, he has been a bit reckless and he's, and he's done that a few times this season, which is which is a little bit disappointing. Uh, as a senior player, we really do rely on him to to give us uh, a bit of experience there and, and I, I, I think at times we need to, um, I think you'd like to see him get that out of his game. He, he got very frustrated one game where we lost, it was one of the ones at Campbelltown, one against Manly and... Um, and he got a bit frustrated tonight at times too. So I think we need to be better than that. Uh, Lenore saying Williams is getting better each week. Yeah, look, he is getting better each week. He's again, we and I've talked about this before. That try that he scored was exactly the way George Williams plays, uh, and it was a very, very good try. We are going to miss that playmaker half though. There's no, you know, with Hogson out, that is, that's that's um, that's not going to um, to solve that problem apparently. Uh, sorry, it's not going to solve that problem. So it was really another comment there that said uh, uh, apparently it was uh, only Charles' second ever NRL kick. Well, he's at least 50% uh, tries scoring from them. So uh, 
let's hope he does some more if he does it as good as that uh yeah owen saying louis steals are epic uh steve saying uh sticky said for the boys to drive up the middle all the tries around the post yeah we did which was a bit of a bit of a surprise i thought the roosters don't normally give too many tries away in those positions so that was a little bit soft from from them but uh we'll take that uh People talking about Havillian and 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 uh, Starling, yeah, agree. Uh, and number of comments about that. Uh, a couple of people comparing uh, Tom Starling to Damien Cook. Well, I tell you, if he can play as well as Damien Cook, we'll be going all right. But uh, yeah, he's he's a good good player. Uh, and then someone else saying he reminds me of Baptiste. Uh, Andy saying love the dedication. Yep, yeah, it's. It is getting a bit cold. It's nowhere near as cold as Canberra, but it is a bit cold standing out here. Uh, and good game management in the last six minutes. Yeah, I thought we did control that. We we died off with the ball a couple of times um, and, and, you know, refused to give up possession. And that was a bit of our, our story all night. I think our completion rate was something like 85%, which which gives you a chance to win every, every game. Uh, Channel 9 apparently gave Papa the man of the match. Well, I think I'll be doing that in a few minutes. Uh, attackers proved over... Improved over the last two weeks against top opposition. Yeah, we look we've been good against two two good sides We need to keep that going uh, Chris interesting comment here. Why do you think Nick didn't move to center in the second half that that question is a very good one And your answer is as good as mine Chris. I've said before that I think Nick Kotrick's the right center um, And I would have thought when I, we've talked at length last week about Oldfield um, What Matt and I sort of feeling is about Oldfield playing the centers um I definitely, when Oldfield went off, um, I definitely would have put Kotrick to the centre and had um, Rapana on the wing and Valimi on the wing. But um, at the end of the day, Ricky's the coach and uh, he decided to go with Rapana in the centres. But that did seem a strange uh, decision to me. Uh, uh, everyone had a dig, says, says Matt, agree. Uh, uh, I think a couple of people. Uh, so according to uh, according to uh, the um, the press conference, apparently Ricky Stewart pronounced it "valley me" as uh, the. Um, so yeah, that's that's the way I always thought it was pronounced, Steve. So uh, we'll check that. Uh, do you think Raps does better as a centre than Oldfield on the wing? Yeah, well, I talked. We talked about that. Uh, Lauren's asked about the boys on report. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm a bit more. The one I'm worried about is Jack White, and the one early on, I thought he got him over the horizontal. Uh, that might be a bit touch and go. I think the others probably would be okay. The the George Williams one was just an accident, so I'd be very surprised if he if he goes for that. I think that was fair enough. It was a penalty, but I think it was an accident. Um, I'm not too sure that um, I would be too worried about that one, but the Jack White one early, jeez, oh, I, I hope I hope he doesn't go because we, we're going to be in trouble if he's not there. Uh, we need another front rower, says Chris. Yeah, definitely, and I know the club knows that too. We're, we're desperately, I think, trying to find another front rower. That certainly won't be a superstar. It'll be someone who's on the outer at their club, but if but I think we're definitely going to need numbers because we are we are very lacking in in um, in forwards at the moment. We've got um, Medlin that didn't play tonight, but you know you've got to be careful playing too many kids. It, we've already got O'Donnell who I think can only play limited minutes, and Medlin will be a bit the same. So yeah, a, a bit of a hard head coming through, even if he's you know maybe not a superstar. I think is what we need. We need to find someone uh, within the within the ranks at that. Um, oh, Owen's good. When I talk about forwards, we, I didn't mention Glenn Lazarus. Yes, I think he would be right up there about uh, top forwards in our history. 
Um, Tony Wood, Victor the Viking, uh, saying massive coasting effort by Ricky, deserves a standing ovation. Yeah, unbelievable. You agree with that, Tony. Um, you know, to, he, he, he clearly got the players up for tonight. Now, you know, we've got a lot more games to do where we've got to get up to that level again. Uh, but he got them up tonight. Uh, plenty of other comments through. Uh, Scott saying also, uh, saying Sutton will be great if he got slightly lighter. Yeah, I actually talked about that last week, Scott. I, I think he could do with losing a, a couple of kilos. He's probably not the only one that could do that, but uh, including a lot of the fans. But uh, although I've lost a few this year, but um, yeah, uh, I agree. I think if he lost a couple of kilos, he would be a, a super player. I think. Um, I think he's a very good player now, but I just think if he could get a little bit fitter over the next year, he, he will he will go to the next level and play even more minutes. Uh, Andy saying Whitehead been solid every week. I think we've covered Whitehead every week. He was very, very, very good again. Uh, plenty of other comments coming through. Uh, yeah, Jonathan saying hope Oldfield is okay. I think he's got a bit of a head knock. That was uh, just in that play just before half time. Didn't come back. Hopefully with... Um, with a nine-day break for the next game, he should be okay. Uh, potentially with um, maybe Curtis Scott coming back if he's available. Uh, there's talk about Kotrick with the dogs. Who knows what will happen there. Uh, Elliot White, and someone's making a comment. Michael, uh, Matthew Sakura saying, uh, Elliot Whitehead should replace Hogson's co-captain for the rest of the year. Guy Blues Green. Uh, Full-time sound, and he was still arguing with the ref. Well, I'm not too sure we necessary. One people just arguing with the ref, but yeah, he is a great leader out there. Whether he's um, he uh, had um, whether whether he'll be uh, co-captain, I'm not too sure. I probably doubt it, but um, I think that he will um, he will certainly be part of our leadership. And, and God forbid if we lost uh, Jared Croker as well, I think he'd probably be captain. Uh, Whitehead. Uh, we'll keep going there's been some talk about uh the centers and the, and the talk about whether that means anything about Kotrick going to the dogs look i got no idea to be honest i hope nick stays we talked about that at length last week um the offer's been put to him uh he's, he's got a very long good long-term future at the raiders and i think he'd be doing his career a great disservice if he went to the um if he went to the dogs so i think that would be a real backward step for him but he'll have to make that decision uh, Dion Campbell saying woohoo what a win uh, good to see you watching D you normally watching it very much live because you normally standing next to us uh, Gordon saying uh, Jack should get off because he has no carryover points uh, yes okay uh, I didn't know whether he had any carryover points or not so hopefully if he does get found guilty it's a less than 100 point and he gets to play um, okay I'm going to leave the comments there. I'm going to wrap this up because there is absolutely no one around the SCG uh, at this time. And uh, I've got the equipment sitting out here uh, by itself. Um, a couple of other things to quickly cover. The uh, ACT government came out today and said that community sport can resume uh, as of this weekend. So that means the uh, what's now going to be called, I think, the Canberra Region Rugby League Cup. Uh, which normally Canberra Raiders Cup will be able to start next week. Uh, so it's just going to be the four teams in that, Queanbeyan Blues, Gungahlin Bulls, Widen Rams, and also our 20s are going to play in that, which is going to be interesting. So I think I mentioned last week that they're going to be playing at 3 o'clock each Saturday for the next probably nine weeks around Canberra. So uh, if you've got nothing to do Saturday afternoons, I would recommend getting out to watch that. Uh, but really good that local footy is going to start again and all the junior footy can start and all that sort of stuff. So that's really good news. Um, 
I think at this stage the crowd for next week is going to be restricted still at the 1500, but uh, I think they said they may make a decision later on about that. Uh, 1500 has seemingly been enough for most people to go that want to go anyway, so hopefully that'll be enough. I'm not too sure exactly what the arrangements are with tickets. I imagine they'll be similar to what they've been the last couple of weeks. Roosters, uh, sorry, Rabbits obviously next week will be another tough game um, backing up after this. A nine day break will do us the world of good. Um, but we're still going to have a, a depleted side next week. We're going to have that every other week. So a great win to get that tonight. But it's going to be a tough one again next week. Although I noticed um, Mitchell's been uh, suspended for two weeks. So he'll miss that one as well. So that'll help. Um, I'm probably just going to do the votes now. So for me, votes three was Josh Papali by Miles. I thought he was he was fantastic uh, to, tonight. Just I've talked about him. Just a super, super performance. Uh, I'm going to give two to Tom Starling because I, I, don't, I think Havili could could go very close to that as well. But I just think that when he came off the bench, he gave us a real spark. And I'm going to give one to Nami uh, Dunamis Louis that uh, I thought, as I say, as we talked about before, I thought that was one of his best games for us. So uh, that's three, two, one. Plenty of opportunity for everyone else to put their three, two, one on the greenhouse uh, as well. Uh, but otherwise, I'm going to say goodbye. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll be back next week outside Canberra Stadium. Everything is a week-to-week -week proposition, as we've talked about before, as far as crowds go. So we will see what happens. But uh, certainly hoping to be outside Canberra Stadium, hopefully with Matt and Steve as well, which will be a lot easier to run this than doing it by yourself. Uh, but until then, after one of the great, great wins, which is going to make the weekend feel much, much sweeter, it's forever. Go Raiders!